It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. Hey all, welcome back to the Real Life Pharmacology Podcast. I'm your host, pharmacist Eric Christensen. As always, go check out reallifepharmacology.com. We've got the free top 200 study guide. Uh, great no-brainer to have if you're in pharmacology classes, taking board exams, or if you're just looking for a refresher. So again, reallifepharmacology.com will have that. Simply an email will get you access. All right, the drug of the day today is propylthiouracil. Now, most of you, if you've heard of this drug, uh, have probably heard it referred by its name PTU or the abbreviation PTU. Uh, brand names of this medication, Halicil and Thyracil are two that I've heard, uh, but overwhelmingly I've heard uh, folks call it PTU. So that's probably what you'll hear uh, in your pharmacology classes and or uh, clinical practice, depending upon where you're at. So this medication is an anti-thyroid agent. So, you know, in, in a broad scheme of things, think the opposite of levothyroxine, which is basically supplementing or adding uh, thyroid hormone. So as you could expect, if it's an antithyroid agent, it's going to be used to manage hyperthyroidism. Uh, Graves' disease being kind of a, a classic example here. Now, keep in mind there are other medical procedures and things we do to manage hyperthyroidism. So medication therapy like propylthiouracil may not be used in that situation. Uh, however, it is an option if patients are unable to do the other procedures, that type of thing, uh, which I'm not going to go into too much detail here. I want to focus on the drug. Um, but keep in mind that that, that is uh, certainly an option as well, depending upon uh, the diagnosis and the situation that we're in. So how does this drug essentially block the action of, of thyroid uh, and thyroid hormone? So it does that by blocking thyroid peroxidase. And that is an enzyme that oxidizes iodide. Now, if you remember, iodine plays a huge role in the uh, production of thyroid hormones, really, really critical. And uh, by essentially blocking that process, or at least blocking one part of that process, you're preventing uh, the formation of active thyroid hormone, okay? And again, just a brief reminder, T3 is the most active form of thyroid hormone with T4 kind of being more of a uh, precursor in general there. Dosing. Propylthiouracil is dosed multiple times per day typically, two to three times per day. Uh, that is a function of its half-life. It's got a very, very short half-life. And in practice, I can tell you I don't see PTU used very often, and this is one reason for sure. Uh, so methimazole is the other agent kind of in this class, and that is uh, typically you can get away with once daily dosing with that medication. Uh, so that's certainly a, a differentiating factor there. 
Uh, if you want uh, to go search uh, differences between methimazole and PTU, I kind of break them down in an article. So if you just search methimazole versus PTU, MedEd 101, uh, I've got articles over there uh, that kind of break this down in the most important things. So adverse drug reactions, uh, hepatotoxicity, this is a boxed warning with PTU. And again, another uh, reason why, why you probably aren't going to see this medication used too often. Other adverse effects, uh, maybe more common but less severe. So there's some skin reactions that have been reported. Uh, you can also have change in taste, GI upset, uh, maybe some muscle, uh, muscle pain and achiness. Uh, those are all kind of generalized, maybe a little bit more common than, you know, the severe effects like hepatotoxicity, uh, but something to, to be aware of there. Uh, the GI upset is dose dependent. So if you've got a patient, let's say taking twice daily propylthiouracil, uh, we can potentially reduce that dose and split it maybe three times a day. And, and that can potentially help with GI upset if that is a concern there. Also in the adverse effect profile, uh, I think of generalized hypothyroid symptoms, lethargy, fatigue, things like that. And that's going to come into play, obviously, if our dosing is too high, if we're suppressing um, or totally blocking thyroid hormone uh, and thyroid hormone production and its action, obviously that's going to lend toward hypothyroid symptoms. So that's obviously something we're going to monitor patients for on a, on a clinical basis there. Uh, a couple other rare adverse effects that you might want to just be aware of, a granulocytosis, uh, pancreatitis, uh, but certainly one I've, I've seen show up on, on board exams is that hepatotoxicity uh, board um, uh, hepatotoxicity box warning, excuse me. So uh, you might see that, yeah, on those pharmacology exams through school. Pregnancy, I wanted to mention this specifically. Uh, this is one situation, particularly early in pregnancy, like first trimester, where you may see propylthiouracil considered uh, over methimazole. So usually most clinicians are going to use methimazole. Uh, but that early pregnancy situation uh, is one where if medication therapy is indicated and, you know, they've gone through all the dis clinical decision making of what we're going to do and we're going to use medication therapy, uh, PTU may have slightly less uh, teratogenic risk than methimazole early in pregnancy. Again, in that situation, you're going to likely have specialty involvement, you know, OBGYN, obviously, endocrinology, possibly, uh, as well. So um, important, I think, to, to remember that, but again, pretty rare situation there, and you're, you're going to want to probably look at the literature, the most current literature in that situation, if you're presented with that uh, special type situation. Uh, monitoring parameters, I wanted to touch on them, of course, uh, Obviously, we're going to be monitoring uh, thyroid hormones. So T3, T4, TSH, uh, that's going to be a high priority. That's what we're using the drug for uh, is to, you know, kind of bring back the function of that thyroid or, or knock down uh, the function of uh, that thyroid hormone because we've got too much if we're managing um, 
hyperthyroidism there. Then we've got LFTs, so that boxed warning with hepatotoxicity, certainly we're going to want to pay attention to that and monitor liver function testing. And then CBC uh, might be monitored as well periodically with that maybe rare risk of agranulocytosis. All right, let's take a quick break from our sponsor and we'll wrap up with drug interactions. Pharmacists seeking board certification, definitely go check out meded101.com slash store, S-T-O-R-E. Got a great list of resources from geriatrics, MTM, pharmacotherapy, ambulatory care, NAPLEX exam, uh, resources for all those board exams uh, that can help you certainly uh, pass your exam. They've been updated uh, at this point for uh, 2023. Uh, we've taken the time to do that, of course, trying to stay up to date with guidelines, new medications that are relevant that have come out, um, and all that good stuff. So uh, go support the sponsor, meded101.com slash store, S-T-O-R-E. All right, wrapping up with drug interactions, and that reminds me to remind you, uh, go check out our book on Amazon, uh, Drug Interactions in Primary Care. Great resource, tons of relevant, useful information if you're in primary care. So uh, with that, drug interactions and propothiouracil, uh, not terribly many to report with this medication, which is always good. Um, digoxin concentrations can possibly go up. Um, the odds that somebody's on digoxin and propothiouracil, I think, are are pretty rare, um, but it is uh, something to note there. Uh, the other thing I think about um, with the warnings and, and precautions, obviously, hepatotoxicity. So if we're on other hepatotoxic medications, uh, amiodarone comes to mind, um, potentially a drug like valproic acid, uh, that may, you know, have that additive type impact on that, uh, hepatic function. So, uh, keep that, uh, in mind there. Uh, there have been, again, reports of agranulocytosis, myelosuppression with propothiouracil, not crazy common by any means, um, but if you've got a patient that's on other medications that might do this, um, clozapine kind of, kind of being a classic example there, uh, that may be kind of an additive effect uh, that you may want to pay attention to as far as drug interactions go. And then lastly, seems like everything interacts with warfarin. Um, however, this is a potentially different interaction with warfarin in that it may reduce the effects of warfarin. Most medications tend to increase the effects of warfarin and make it uh, a higher risk for bleeding in patients. Uh, but this uh, medication interaction, PTU and warfarin, actually potentially lowers the effectiveness of warfarin and you may create a more hypercoagulable state in that situation. Now, what are we going to do for this? Obviously, we're going to monitor INR if we have dose changes and things of that nature. So uh, pretty straightforward uh, as far as managing that. And again, not incredibly common um, to have drug interactions with PTU. No SIP interactions to worry about, so that's uh, certainly a great thing there. All right, well, that's going to wrap up the podcast for today. If you enjoyed this episode, found it helpful, uh, share us with friends, colleagues, uh, classmates, so on and so forth. Also, leave a rating review on iTunes or wherever you're listening. I greatly appreciate that. That helps us uh, grow the podcast, certainly, and, and gets us in, 
in front of more uh, ears, so to speak. If you want to track me down, got suggestions, uh, propylthiouracil today was a suggestion by somebody uh, asking to cover that medication. Uh, So I do that from time to time or as much as I can. Um, You can track me down with those suggestions, comments, uh, mededucation101 at gmail.com or LinkedIn is probably the uh, social media platform I'm most active on. So that's uh, Eric Christensen, PharmD, BCPS, BCGP on LinkedIn. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for three forty nine dollars a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.